Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. can't hear me. Amen, amen, amen. Good afternoon or good morning, whichever it is to you. And welcome to Miracle Outreach Ministries on Sunday. Amen. We are a Christian Protestant internet church and a local church assembly, all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and I'm so glad you're here. Wipe the sleep out of your eyes if that is the case, because the Lord has a word for us today. Yes, the Lord has a word for us today. Trust in the Lord. He's your help and your shield. Trust in the Lord. He's your help. He's your shield. The Lord has been mindful of us. He will bless us. He will bless his people. He will bless them that fear the Lord, both small and great, the Lord's shall increase you more and more, you and your children. Ye are blessed of the Lord which made heaven and earth. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. And a special welcome to all of our first-time listeners. We thank you for joining us in the name of the Lord. We pray that you will receive what you need from the Lord this very day. Amen. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Our feet shall stand within thy gates, O Jerusalem. Amen. A day in thy courts is better than a thousand. I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of the wicked. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. amen. I think I learned that scripture when I was about three or four. Amen. (laughs) It's still in there. It hadn't left. So know that the word that you place in your heart, it's in there. It's in there to stay. Amen. Praise God. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, because his mercy endures forever. And we encourage you to join us uh, on your cell phone, on your iPhone, on your computer, listening to your neighbor's phone, however you happen to find yourself listening today, and to join us in our chat room, which is located on our webpage. Our webpage is www.miracleinternetchurch.com. Amen? Miracleinternetchurch.com. Yay! (laughs) Amen. And uh, when you when the page comes up, uh, click MIC Radio Chat. And when the page changes, click Guest and sign your N-A-M-E, your name. Amen? Your name. And say hello to the saints. Say good morning, good afternoon, whichever suits the case. And the saints will respond in love. Amen? They will greet you in the name of the Lord. And if you would like to join us in Holy Communion in a few minutes, we encourage you to gather your elements together. Amen? Amen. You know, saints, as we're coming toward what the world calls Easter and we call 
Resurrection Sunday. Warfare is increasing, but the grace of God is greater still. Amen? Warfare is increasing, but the grace of God is greater still. He will give us peace in the midst of a storm. He will show us the devil coming at us, and he'll show us what we ought to do. Amen? God has been moving, moving powerfully through this fast we just ended together as a church body. Amen? He moved things that I thought would take forever to get done. But God is mindful of our prayers. He cares. He really does care. He cares what we pray about. He cares what concerns us. He cares about what touches our lives and our hearts. And God is responding in tremendous ways. Amen? He's responding. And if you aren't seeing what you're expecting, well, maybe you should just spend a little more time praising the Lord. You've already asked for what you wanted. You've already cried and begged and pleaded. Now just thank him. Amen? Thank him. Because God is still on the throne. What really matters, no matter who's president or who's not or who invaded or who didn't or who doesn't like it or who does, none of that is what turns the world. What turns the world is him who sits on the throne. Amen? And we need to remember that. We are faced with ever-changing circumstances every single minute of the day. Something's changing. Something's happening somewhere on the earth. And yes, we do our warfare, and yes, we do our intercession, but we need to remember that what is essential to life has never changed. Jesus Christ did die on the cross for our sins and for the sins of the whole world, and on the third day he did rise from the grave. Yes, he arose from the grave. He ascended into heaven, and he's seated at the right hand of the Father, making intercession for us. What is essential in life has not changed. Amen? So it doesn't matter what else happens or does not happen, whether it happens in the time we think it ought to or it does not. God has not changed. He is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore, and he loves us. We need to remember that. He loves us. It doesn't matter who's coming against us. What can they do with our God? What can all their gainsaying do? It's hot air in the wind because we know that our God has the last word. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. You know, this week I had an opportunity to incur some circumstances that I wasn't expecting. And I want you to know, saints, God brought me through. You know, sometimes it is time to say goodbye. Sometimes our encounters with people are short and brief, and it ought to be. And so I was uh, laying in the bed thinking about this circumstance that was going in a way that outright, to be honest about it, annoyed me and irritated me. It was not what ought to be. Amen? So as I thought about it before the Lord, I said, Lord, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? And he showed me this viper coming toward me. And I said, okay, this is the end of this. 
this is the end of this. And so I just cut it off in silence. Remember, he preached to us there's a time to be silent. There's a time to say absolutely nothing and get out of the way and let God do what he's going to do. Amen? And as soon as I did that, peace flooded my heart. There is a time, saying, to just shut it down. Amen. There's a time to shut it down. Whenever that time comes, don't be afraid. God's planned it that way. You just are just finding out. He planned it that way. Just shut it down and let God have his way. Amen. So whoever needed that, it's all yours. Praise God. Amen. There's a time to shut it down. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Amen. You don't have to bicker back and forth. You don't have to exchange words. You don't have to exchange words. You can just shut it down. Amen? Amen. You can just shut it down. When you shut your end down, it's quiet. Amen? And that's the end of that. So if you have your elements ready, it's time for us to enter into the celebration of Holy Communion. Amen. Praise the Lord. It's time for us to enter into the celebration of Holy Communion. And since the scripture tells us that if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged, this is the moment that we take time to consider our lives before the Lord in the light of the scripture, in the light of his truth. And we allow the light of God to shine on our hearts and on our thoughts and on our behaviors. And we ask the Lord to forgive us of the things that are not right, the things that don't please him, the things that don't bring glory and honor to his name, the things that we intended to do but we didn't get them done, the assignments that he gave us that we missed. We come before him in truth and in honesty, in sincerity, in transparency, And we ask him to judge our hearts. And we ask him to point out to us what we need to repent of so that we can repent. The Bible says sometimes we don't know how to pray as we ought to. So we take time to ask the Lord to judge our hearts, to ask him to show us what we ought to repent of. Amen? And so we do that now in Jesus' name. Thank you. If you've had fear, stress, anxiety, repent.
for I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he brake it and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Partake of the bread. After the same manner also, he took the cup. When he had supped, saying, Thank you, Lord. This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as ye drink it in remembrance of me. Partake of the cup. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. Father, we just want to thank you. We want to thank you. Lord, we're praying this morning, and Father, we pray in the name of Jesus concerning the choice of a new bank or financial institution. We've learned in recent days, Lord, that if we don't do what the devil says to do, he will freeze our bank account. So, Father, many of us are determining that it may be time to change our financial institution according to your will and your plan. In order to carry on the operations of our daily lives and our businesses and our financial affairs, we need to locate a sound financial institution that can and will properly handle our money matters, Lord. Lord, we ask you to help us to find such a place, one that will be sensitive to our needs, that will believe in us as a valuable customer, as a person of integrity, and that will be concerned about us, not just another account number. Father, we're looking for people with whom we can develop a long-term relationship and grow with us as the needs of our lives and our businesses grow. It is our desire to be a blessing to them just as they bless us. Help us, Lord, to look into the future with your eyes and to make wise decisions, choices that will be best for them and everyone concerned. 
not only now but in the years to come. Thank you, Father, for leading us to the right place, the right person, the right businesses, the right business associations, the right connections, and giving us favor with those that are in authority. Thank you for bringing us together so that we might establish an agreement, a partnership that is right for them and for us, and one that is profitable for them as well. We thank you for this blessing, Father, in Jesus' holy name. And everybody said amen. Amen. Now, I know most people just jump up and do what they feel like doing, but not here. We've learned to walk in Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 7. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. He tells us not to lean to our own understanding. Amen? You see... You, you get to know the nice little teller and the little bank officer, and you think, oh, well, this is a nice place. But you see, God sees beyond that. He sees what you don't see. He sees the motivation of the offices and the corporate office and what they think and what they say and what they believe. Amen? So trust God because he's never wrong. Amen? He's never wrong. When they froze those people's accounts in Canada, those people showed up to get their money, and they weren't playing. They didn't need ten words from God and a prophecy in the parking lot. They got the point. Well, if they did it once, they'll do it again. You remember they cut off the um, Internet to North Korea. Well, if they did it once, they'll do it again. So what are you waiting on? Lightning doesn't have to strike twice. Amen? Go to the Lord and find out what the Lord has to say, and then do what he tells you to do. Amen? Amen. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you for your active word to us. Your word is alive, it's powerful, it's sharper than any two-edged sword. We're presenting our bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable in your sight. We want to thank you. For all the parts of the armor of God, we wear them in Jesus' holy name. We're covered by the blood. We are the head and not the tail. We are above only and not beneath. No weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper, and no unwholesome word shall proceed from out of our mouths. We want to thank you, Lord, that you are our shepherd and that you supplied all of our needs according to your riches and glory through Jesus Christ our Lord. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We cast all our cares upon you, Lord, because you care for us. We want to thank you, Lord, for the divine health that we walk in, Lord. We give you faith, Lord. We trust you. We know that by the stripes of Jesus we have been healed. And every place in our body that needs further healing, healing is released now in Jesus' holy name. Healing is released now in Jesus' holy name. Every place in our body, our bodies are the temple of the Holy Ghost. They are the personal property of the Lord Jesus Christ. Our bodies are to glorify you at all times, Lord. So we ask you, Lord. Runga de Rosha, Lady, the Esther, Rukus, the Debris. 
We bind the spirit of fear, and we bind the spirit of depression, fear of what the doctor might say, fear of what the test might not say. Father, we bind the devil in the name of Jesus Christ. Who has seen the arm of God and to whom has the might and power of Almighty God been revealed? Who has believed the Lord's report? Well, I have believed the report of the Lord. I have believed the report of the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, demonic assignments, and satanic agendas against the righteous. We bind you in Jesus' name. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. We close and seal all portals, channels, and open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks. We return the attacks unto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, reporters, listeners, watchers, peeps, whisperers, familiar demons, all trafficking demons, electronic and digital demons, technology demons and their attacks, Leviathan spirits and their attacks, Kundalini spirits and their attacks, water and marine spirits and their attacks. Sex devils, their attacks, unclean spirits, their attacks, all passive devils and their attacks, pain afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust, drone spirits, the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all sorcery devils and their attacks. All seducing, womanizing, and drone spirits, whoredom spirits, and their attacks. All the voices of the stranger we bind in Jesus' name. All microwave attacks, all debilitating sonic frequencies. We bind the voices of the charmers and the seducers. Every Jezebel voice is bound in Jesus' name. We bind all targeted radio frequency attacks, all pulse weapons and their attacks, microwave attacks, EMF attacks. 5G attacks off the cell towers and the satellites in Jesus' holy name. All attacks through any electronic or technological device. Electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, techno-paganism and mind control by the occult. We bind you in the name of Jesus. We bind Fordham spirits and their attacks. All the voices of a stranger in their attacks. Oh, le, le, le. all hypnotic and trance devils and their attacks, mystic rituals, and their intents. All EMF attacks, we overturn and empty. All cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic, mystic arts. Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, 
Indigenous groups Native groups North American, South American European, Australian Asian We bind all their witchcraft In the name of Jesus Christ All the Caribbean, Latin American Black and white magic We bind it all in the name of Jesus we bind all Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits, which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits. We bind every demon responsible for the dominion of sin in the American culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dogs. And every abomination that has been committed We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents And we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus We bind the Mandela effect And all satanic ritual abuse Devils, satanic worship And witchcraft dedications We bind all formations of bullflies And demonic insects We bind all spiders and their webs Trapping them in their own webs We bind the transference of evil spirits Spirits of infirmity Supplanting the gods of the people of the land The gods of the groves and every spirit that exalts science, demonic knowledge, and logic and human reasoning against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes, we bind those spirits in Jesus' name. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop. Defile, assassinate, corrupt, confound, undermine, attack, reproach, and despise And reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant We bind the bondage of generation of fools, the spirit of the fool And we bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name We bind the carnal mind We return to sender according to the covenant All in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack Retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback And all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement Vow, root work, or sin against us Astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us And against all that pertains to us No demon, no wicked person, or unrighteous event left behind in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you, Lord. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age movement, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors, the spirit and the children of disobedience, martial arts, yoga, the great reset, transcendental meditation, make-believe, fantasy, la-la land, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic practices, Lawlessness, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, EST, telepathy, psychokinesis, bio-PK, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, defilement by wizards, in the name of Jesus Christ. We want to thank you. We want to give you praise for it, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, nature worship, deception, 
Ohori Aha. Okay, great. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Hallelujah. Bless the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Bless the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We bind all martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic practices and spirits, lewdness, perversion, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression and depression in Jesus' holy name. Amen. We bind the king of pride in the name of Jesus. We take down his whole kingdom and we chain him with eternal chains under darkness. We bind all demonic blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, and soulish sacrifices. Every human sacrifice is bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we plead the blood of Jesus over those babies, over those fetuses that are about to be aborted. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin in Jesus' name. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Baphomet, Basilic, Urukaharaki, Molech, Python, Baphomet and its 72, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Atlas, Mammon, Kali, all gods and goddesses in Jesus' name. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We bind all codes, triggers, charms, tumors, and designs in Jesus' name. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the pride and foolishness of our own opinions, and we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own hand, according to the scriptures, every last one. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassment, witchcraft back on their heads as well as their mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like, the fl- like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Hallelujah. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. 
the Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Praise the Lord. Praise his name. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially Christians that are being persecuted. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Praise the Lord. Amen. Father, with the sword of the Spirit, we cut ourselves free from every demonic entity that we have come in contact with in the name of Jesus Christ. We pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo, witchcraft, anything sent to us by the enemy, and we return it to the enemy in Jesus' name according to the covenant. We cut ourselves free from ungodly soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other form of agreement with the demonic realm. Hallelujah. We thank you for that, Lord. We break down and blow up walls of protection around shamans, nanobots, satanists, wizards, warlocks, wizards, sorcerers, and divinators. We break the power of every love spell, vex, hex, curse, spell, charm, fetish, all psychic prayers and thoughts, witchcraft, sorcery, magic, voodoo, mind control, jinxes, potions, bewitchments, death, destruction, sickness, pain, and torment, psychic power, psychic warfare, prayer chains, incense, and candle burning, all ungodly blessings, hoodoo, crystals, root works, and everything else being sent our way in Jesus' holy name, including tribal rituals and sin. Amen. Praise the Lord. We bind all spirits of envy and jealousy, hate, bitterness, and murder, spirits of wizardry and sorcery, and we send you back from whence you came in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you and we give you praise, Lord, and we release the peace of God on all who are in participation with us today. Amen? Amen. Well, as I said earlier, God has the word for us. Amen. And we thank him for his word to us. We thank him for his word to us. You know, it's so precious that God gives us a fresh word every time we come together in his name. There are some who get a pre-rehearsed word that was preached last year this time. You know it just as well as I do. But God doesn't treat us that way. Amen? He has something fresh and anointed for us whenever we come together. And it's always just what we need. Amen? So today the Lord says to us, your answer is in God. Your answer is in God. Amen? Psalm 107, verse 20. Psalm 107, verse 20. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. That Yes, that does include self-destruction. 
he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Holy Spirit, come. Not that you aren't already here, because the saints really want to hear what heaven has to say. Amen? Amen. Our answers are in God. He sends his word to us, and his word heals us, and his word delivers us from every destruction in our lives when we allow entrance to his word. Amen? Sometimes the word of the Lord comes to us and we don't like it, and that's the truth. Sometimes it's not the flavor we wanted it in. Amen? Sometimes it's bitter and we wanted it to be sweet. Sometimes it's salty and we didn't particularly want that. But whatever the word of the Lord is, we should open our hearts and receive it. Because when he sends it to us, it's what we need. It's what we actually need, whether we like it or whether we don't. I haven't seen a baby yet that when you gave him certain food, he wanted to suck it down. Oh, yes, give me some more of this. And then you give him something quite different. And he decides, that's not what I was expecting. I don't want that. And he begins to spit it out. But you see, you're beyond that stage, amen? And you should have grown to the point now that you know whatever God feeds you, it's good and it's good for you, amen? Whether you like it or whether you don't. And it is best to swallow it because it will do you good, amen? It will do you good. Jeremiah chapter 32, verse 27. Jeremiah chapter 32, verse 27. Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Not just the God of Christian flesh, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? I think he's waiting for a response. Is there anything? Too hard for me. Verse 17, Jeremiah chapter 32, verse 17. Ah, Lord God, behold, thou hast made the heaven and the earth by thy great power and stretched out on, and there is nothing too hard for thee. Amen? There is nothing. Too hard for thee. We all need answers and solutions to our problems, dilemmas, and complex situations. Have faith in God. Have faith in God. Our God has our answers, and he is willing to help us. He wants to help us. Psalm 34, beginning with verse 17. Psalm 34, beginning with verse 17. The righteous cry, and the Lord heareth. He's not sitting on a throne somewhere, too busy watching the angels to pay attention to you. It's just not that way. The righteous cry, and the Lord heareth and delivereth them out of all their troubles. 
didn't say a few of them, said all. But do you believe that? Do you believe that he delivers you out of all of your troubles? The Lord is nigh. He is close unto them that are of a broken heart and save as such as be of a contrite spirit. You're not just saying, oh, Lord, I'm sorry about that. No, you're broken in your heart for what happened. You wish it hadn't happened that way, but it did. And you're asking the Lord to have mercy on you. He saves as such. All of those he saves. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. Repeat after pastor, many, not a few. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord delivereth him out of them all. So if you're in an affliction, he's going to deliver you. Amen. If you're in an affliction, he's going to deliver you. Know that. No doubt, no questioning, no worry. He will deliver you. He is your strong deliverer. He will deliver you from yourself. Amen? Amen. Saints have no fear. Your God is here to deliver you. Is the problem on your job? Is it in your finances? Is it in your body or your mind? Do you need God to heal your past? Do you need him to change your heart? Do you need him to give you strength? Do you need him to lift a heavy burden? Do you need him to save your soul? Do you need him to calm your storm? Do you need him to deliver you from evil? He can, he does. And he will He can He does And he will Don't be discouraged Don't be discouraged Don't doubt him Don't doubt him Amen Don't doubt Remember in the western The good guy didn't ride in Until after all the trouble And the havoc had happened He didn't ride in at the beginning or in the middle, he showed up at the end to save the day, remember? Well, just because you can't see God in the middle of your mess doesn't mean he's not already there. Amen? All right, y'all. I'm preaching better than your amen is. Praise the Lord. Amen. God has his own way of working out every situation. And his way is usually not your way. Yes, you've learned that. Praise the Lord. He is Lord of all. Not just Lord of a few things. No, he's not just Lord of the church. He's Lord of all. And all needs to be bigger to you than it was last week. Amen. He's actually Lord of all. He is Lord over everything, everyone, and everywhere, if you can believe that. Amen? Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 8. Hebrews 
chapter 13 and verse 8. And he's still Lord even if you choose not to believe him. Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 8. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. He hadn't changed. What about you? Amen. Malachi chapter 3, verse 6. Malachi chapter 3, verse 6. For I am the Lord, I change not. I am the Lord, I change not. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 15. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 15. And the Lord will take away from thee all sickness, and will put none of the evil diseases of Egypt, which thou knowest, upon thee, but will lay them upon all them that hate thee. He has not changed. He has not changed. Psalm 84, verse 11. Psalm 84, verse 11. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. Amen? Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 17. Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 17. You know, the Lord will heal you whether you need healing in your emotions, healing in your body, healing in your home, healing in your finances, healing on your job, wherever. The Lord will heal. It's truth. He'll do it. He's well able. Jeremiah says to us from the Lord, for I will restore health unto thee. Health. Sometimes it's health in our thought life. Sometimes the Lord has to heal our thought life. Amen? Think about that. And if you're one of those persons, receive this word. For I will restore health unto thee, and I will heal thee of thy wounds. You know, folks say and do some ugly things. They do some downright nasty and dastardly things. They plot against the righteous, the Bible tells us so. And the Lord says he will heal thee of thy wounds. Yes, it may be a family member that works witchcraft on you, but God will heal you. It may be a family member that betrayed you and was treacherous to you, but the Lord will heal you. It may have been a family member that sexually abused you, but the Lord will heal you. It doesn't matter what has happened to you in the course of life. The Lord himself will heal you. Because they called thee an outcast, they rejected thee. They rejected thee. 
Nobody wanted to be bothered with you. They said things about you that God does not agree with. They gave you false accusations. They taunted you. They insulted you. They humiliated you. They embarrassed you. Well, God will heal if you will allow. If you will receive his healing, he will heal you. Amen? And you think it's going to come floating down to you off of a cloud. Well, not necessarily. In Acts chapter 9, verse 34, Peter walked in faith with God, and God used Peter. And he said to this man, Jesus Christ maketh thee whole. Arise and make thy bed. Get up from there. Jesus Christ makes you whole. Amen? And he arose immediately. So just because Jesus Christ is not walking on the earth physically as he once did, doesn't mean that his healing ministry is over. Far from it. He uses his disciples. He uses his word. He touches us in many different ways. Matthew chapter 19, verse 26. Matthew chapter 19, verse 26. But Jesus said unto them, With men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. All things. So they told you, you decided you'd go to the psychiatrist. And the psychiatrist told you that because of something that happened when you were a child that you can't even remember and you don't know what they're talking about, this is why you are the way you are. Well, I have news for you today. With men, this may be impossible to solve, but with God, all things are possible. Have faith in God. Have faith in God. Don't be discouraged. Have faith in God. So rejoice in your God because your answer is in him. He is working out the answers and solutions that you need. Give him the praise that he is worthy of and so richly deserve. Give him the praise. Don't wait until afterwards as if, well, I'll wait and see. No. Know in advance that his word is true and that God cannot lie. Rejoice now. Don't wait till then. Don't wait till the battle is over to shout for the victory. Amen? Don't wait till the battle is over to shout the victory. In Psalm 145, verse 16, he tells us, Psalm 145, verse 16, Thou openest thine hand and satisfies the desire of every living thing. You're still living? Then you qualify for this. Amen? Some people just need satisfaction. Will God satisfy? You're not happy with life in general? God satisfies. Perhaps you're looking for your happiness in the wrong places. Perhaps you should refocus on the Lord because the joy of the Lord is your strength. 
There is uplifting. He is the glory and the lifter up of our head. Perhaps you're focused on the wrong thing. You're trying to find it in a relationship. You're trying to find it in a career. You're trying to find it in all the things you possess. Perhaps you're looking in the wrong place. Perhaps you think it's out there in the world someplace, but I'm here to tell you that's not where it's found. Your answers are in God. Your satisfaction is in God. Your peace, your joy, your hope, your deliverance is in God. Your healing is in God. Look no further but to God. Amen? Amen. Amen. In Psalm 103, verse 5, Psalm 103, verse 5, who satisfies thy mouth with good things. Amen. You've been saying bad words? Well, ask God to satisfy your mouth with good things so you won't say bad words. Amen? Amen. Amen. So that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. You need your youth renewed? Ask God to satisfy you with good things so that your youth is renewed. Amen? Amen. There's a way to get what you want. There's somebody you can get it from. He loves you, and his love is manifested to you. It's displayed to you. It's expressed to you. It's given to you in many different ways. Don't shut down and say it can only come down this street right here. I needed to turn left at the corner and go down three houses and then knock on my door. No. He's bringing it his way. Just look for him. Amen? Just look for him. Psalm 107, verse 9. Psalm 107, verse 9. For he satisfieth the longing soul. You've been longing for something for a long time, and it just never happened. And so you told yourself, self, I guess he just doesn't want you to have that. But you see, every good and every perfect gift come down from God. It comes from him. He satisfies the longing soul, and he fills the hungry soul with goodness. Do you have some room to be satisfied? Do you have some room to be filled? If you do, tell Jesus. He will do it for you. I do believe that everybody that's listening has some room left over, some room for some more satisfaction, some room for some more joy, some room for some more peace and some more love some room for even more righteousness. More Jesus, more Jesus for me, you say. Well, wait for this. He's giving it to you. He is the Lord our God who provides for us. He is the Lord your God who provides for you. When you go through difficult situations, the Lord wants to reveal himself to you personally As your source of help, he wants to reveal himself to you personally as your source of help. Trials 
are adverse circumstances that God introduces or allows in order to identify where we are spiritually and to prepare us for where he wants us to go. Trials are adverse circumstances that God introduces or allows in order to identify where we are spiritually mm-hmm. and to prepare us for where he wants us to go. You can have steps if you like. Amen? You can have steps if you like. If you're alive, you cannot escape life's trial. You are either in a trial now You've just come out of a trial or you're getting ready to go into a trial. There's no getting around it. Amen? Trials are unavoidable, unavoidable realities of life. Most often, we react rather than respond to our God. Soon as the trial shows up, we're reacting to the trial itself. Try another approach. Try responding to God. Hmm. That's a new thought. Instead of immediately reacting to the trial that's pulsing in front of you, respond to God. Next. See, God has a better idea. He has a much better idea. So you see, in our trials, God works his divine purpose. Yes. In our trials, God works his divine purpose. What does that mean? That means he will use our trial to accomplish something that he wants to accomplish in our lives. He'll use it. It will be a vehicle for him to do what he's wanting to do. Something you've asked him to do, no doubt, but you just don't see it that way. All you see is the trial. Amen. No, God has not forgotten about you. He's working on your behalf. God does some of the very best things in a place where we don't detect him. You were once a crybaby. Every little thing that came your way, here comes the water flow. Then God allows you to have a series of trials where you have to learn to dry those tears and stand strong in the Lord. He's been warning you to stop being a crybaby for a long time. And this trial went, okay, I'll use this. You see? God knows what to do. And often we don't detect what he's really doing. We just know we have this trial and now we have to go to God and cry out to him because we don't know what to do. We need to give the Lord more credit than we do. God is often the nearest to us when he seems the farthest away. 
he's often the very nearest to us when he seems to be the farthest away. God works in unusual ways. In Genesis chapter 22, Genesis chapter 22, beginning at verse 13, we have a passage that all of us are familiar with. It's about Abraham. It's about Isaac. It's about their trip up the mountain. It's about a sacrifice. It's about the word of the Lord to Abraham. We all have read this passage, heard this passage preached. We know what happened. So in verse 13, and Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him, a ram caught in a thicket by his thorns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering in the stead of his son. And Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah-Jireh. Amen? The Lord our God who provides for us. Who would have thought? that God would have had a ram in the thicket. Who would have thought he just told Abraham to stay his night? Who would have thought it would have worked that way? Not Abraham, not Isaac, and not anybody else. God has a way of doing things that doesn't seem to rhyme with human thought. He has his own way of taking over a situation. He he has his own way of stopping that foolishness. God has ways that we are yet to see, but in the days to come, we're going to see a lot more of them. Amen? We're going to see a lot more of them. God provided what Abraham needed. God provided what Abraham needed. Abraham had come to the mouth of the Lord ready to offer up what Abraham prized the most. And God experienced, God experienced Abraham's faithfulness to him. God had an experience there. Not just Abraham and not just Isaac and not just the ram. God had an experience. He had an experience with Abraham. And God experienced Abraham's faithfulness to him. No, Abraham did not put his child, his promised child, ahead of God. He said, Lord, if I have to, I'll give even this up for you. Abraham took it all the way. He didn't get part of the way up the mount and back up and go back down. He went all the way. He held that knife up, and he was ready to obey God. Then God said, stop. That's enough. You see, how many of us go all the way with God in the trial, all the way to the place where God's trying to get us anyway? Do we go part of the way and say, I'm frustrated and I'm tired and I can't take anymore and just quit? Or do you go all the way with God like Abraham did? 
You see, in this situation, Abraham wasn't the only one who had an experience. Yes, he had a powerful experience with God, but God had a powerful experience with Abraham. And God wants to have some powerful experiences with each of us. God already had the ram in the bush waiting for Abraham to express his ultimate worship to God. God was ready. He was ready for Abraham's best outcome, his best response. God was ready. God provided for Abraham an experience that elevated his relationship with God forever. That experience that Abraham and God had together changed their relationship, elevated their relationship forevermore. Can God do that with you? Can God do that with you? And God provided a sacrifice for all mankind. What an experience with God. While we are going through our trials, do we ever stop to think of what God is really desiring from us? Do we stop and think that, or are we too busy trying to figure out what to do about our trials? What is God looking for in us? Is there a virtue in us that God desires to blossom? Is there a richness in fellowship that God desires to experience with us? Is there more to your trial than what the issue seems to be? Perhaps we need to be delivered from doubt. Sometimes that's the case. Perhaps we need to learn more about the Lord through experience. Maybe we need to realize how much the Lord loves us. Could it be that we need to see and experience his power in our lives? Whatever we need, our Lord is our provider. Our answers and solutions are found in him. Yes, they are. In Romans chapter 8, verse 28. Romans chapter 8, verse 28. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. To them that love God and are called according to his purpose. Amen? Amen. Romans chapter 8, verse 31. Romans chapter 8, verse 31. What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? He that spared not his own son, 
but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? So what are we going to be lacking? He's given us his son, Jesus Christ. He freely gives us all things. He gives his very best. Think about it. He always gives his very best. All the time. Do you need to feel the love of God? Do you? Let's go down to verse 35, Romans chapter 8, verse 35. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sore? As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Do you agree? See, you got to know that. You got to know that you know that you know that. Tell me, saints, who is it that is so strong that he can keep God's love for you away from you. Who is that person? Who's the one? Show them to me. Who is it? Who is that one? Psalm 139, verse 8. Psalm 139, verse 8. If I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If I go to heaven, God is there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. So, where are you going where God's love isn't for you? Where is that place? Does it exist? Why would you think that because disappointment and trials have come that God must not really love you? or that he no longer loves you. That's the lie of the enemy. That is the lie of the enemy. Why would you think that because difficulties arise that God has deserted you? Hasn't he told you that he never leaves you nor forsakes you? He can't lie, you know. Why would you think that because you have aged that God no longer has need of you? God needs everybody. Everybody. Everybody has a place. Everybody has a purpose. 
And all of his children, all of his warriors have assignments. Amen? Is he waiting for you to become more convinced of his loving care for you and his purpose for your life? Perhaps. Because I'm convinced that there is nothing that can separate us from God's everlasting love for us. He will even love us if we choose to rebel and descend into hell. He won't stop loving us. You'll just be separated from him forever. But his love for you will not stop. That's some strong love, folks. That's the real deal. It's not that stuff on the TV and in the movies. That's the real deal. That's the real love. Saints, that's powerful love. God will never stop loving you. Will you refuse to return his love? Will you? Will you say, no, God, not today. I I can't handle that today. That's just too much. Or will you open your heart to him and receive all the love that he has for you? What will you choose? There is no problem that his love cannot solve. There is no injury that his love cannot heal. There is no past that his love can't overcome. God himself is our provision and our healing. God himself is our provision and our healing. His grace and presence alone is sufficient for all that we will ever need. Amen? Death cannot stand between God and you. The angels cannot stand between God and you. All the powers of hell and Satan cannot stand between God and you. Didn't Job prove that to be the truth? Didn't he? Didn't Job prove that to be the truth? Jesus did not die for demons. Jesus died for you. Amen? He didn't die for demons. He didn't die for angels. He died for you. Your fear, your worries, your present or future trials cannot come between God and you. God loves you. Nothing, nothing present, nothing past, nothing future will ever be able to separate you from the love of God which Jesus Christ demonstrated when he died on the cross for you. And then in love, he rose from the dead. There's never been another love. There never will be another. He's the only love there is. So, saints, walk through your trials and adversity basking in the love of God. 
and expect his ram in the bush. Expect his ram in the bush for you. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. For the Bible tells me so. Sing with me, church. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. For the Bible tells me so. Jesus loves me, this I know. For the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong. They are weak, but he is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. For the Bible tells me so. Are you sure about that now? Amen. Yes, Jesus loves us, and yes, he loves you. Mount Calvary tells us so. His healing to us tells us so. Amen? Stand for the benediction, church. Amen. Now unto the King eternal, immortal, invisible, the only wise God, be honor and glory forever and ever. And the church says, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Saints, God loves you. Pastor loves you too. Amen. Be blessed. See you Wednesday. Oh
your time. 